My name is Walker, a.k.a. The Retail Ranger. It is my job to keep you free from food safety danger. The other is to make sure that stuff gets on the shelf. It's harder than it looks. I can't do it by myself. Welcome to Walker Retail Ranger. What's up, everybody? I'm Walker, also known as Retail Ranger. This podcast is about my personal and professional experiences from working in the retail industry for over 35 years. Each week, we'll discuss a different topic about life as a retail ranger. We hope you enjoy listening. Let's do this. Now it's time for Walker Retail Ranger. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Today is uh, Sunday, August 28th, 2022. It is episode 38 of the Walker Retail Ranger podcast. I am Walker. <laughs> yes, you are. And with me as usual is my beautiful wife, Liz. How are you, Liz? I'm doing fine. Yeah, you are. Hey, now. <laughs> uh, so we're on vacation this week. Woohoo! It was a It was a long week at work. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but I do have some, I know we normally do holidays first. We talk about what today is out in the world, but I have some huge scoop here. Oh, what's that? So, you know, we cover shopping lists, you know, it's kind of our hobby. We collect them yeah. and then, you know, we talk about them here on the podcast. Well, I had the extreme pleasure of meeting the spreadsheet customer. Get out of here. Yep. You remember, uh, I think it was back in July, uh, her her shopping list made the, uh, yes. made the show because she had a spreadsheet that was set up to, you know, my store's um, layout. So I ended up just saw her over by the meat department. I'm not going to say her name. Um, she's a long-term, regular, very valued customer uh, of my <laughs> store. And uh, we got to talking, and, and uh, I saw the piece of paper kind of in her hand. And I was, uh, as I was talking to her, I kept doing a little side eye looking down at it. I was like, oh, my goodness, that's the spreadsheet. <laughs> so I, I said to her, I said, hey, I said, this, this is weird. I said, but I have a, I have a podcast. <laughs> and uh, one of the segments we do on the show is the, the shopping list that I I collect right. that people, you know, leave all over the place. And she got all embarrassed. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I said, as a matter of fact, I said, my wife loved that concept. She actually wants me to make her one. And I still haven't done it. <laughs> I know, now that you I think still haven't it. done it. But it was cool and because I found out she did it after our store got remodeled. It kind of changed everything up. And I remember when I was first at this store, like bread was on the, the first aisle. Right, that's right. right. And it's, now it's on aisle 11. So, I mean, it was a complete overhaul of the grocery section. So and that's a lot to take in. It, it is. So, she legit made a spreadsheet. And she's awesome. So, good afternoon, awesome customer. That's great. Who shall remain nameless. Now, <laughs> I do want to throw something else out here. I... Oh, great. Somebody needs hey. power steering fluid. Great. Day in the morning. All right. All right. So, anywho... So, you remember how we've got like a couple listeners internationally? Yeah. Well, sometimes you don't know because people use like uh, virtual private networks or VPNs, so it disguises their location. Right. So, we've got a, uh, there was a download. All right. Th- this is getting Should a little I long shot here. that? The thing's going to, well, maybe we'll catch it live. The, the vehicle blowing up out there. So, anyways, we actually have a legit listener in Sweden. Um, and I have been conversing with said listener in Sweden. His name is Jay Rowe. Um, the funny thing is, so like I got inspired to do this podcast from listening to Frank on the quite frankly podcast. And 
that that's what finally yeah, I've been listening to quite frankly for years. Right. And then finally this year with your help encouraging getting the equipment made it happen. E- uh, I had emailed Frank and he kind of gave me some inspiration and uh, actually I am a freak about keeping my email my personal email box empty. There is one email in there that I've maintained and it's the one from Frank. Oh. And, and I, I read it every once in a while and, and that's just like what inspired me. So anyways, it's Jay Rowe has an Instagram and, and I will tell you, he started following us and I started following him. Uh, he's a fan of the quite frankly podcast as well, but this guy does some of the most amazing photography. It is beautiful. And, and I know I got to mention it to Megan cause Megan's into photography big time oh, too. Yeah. Right. So I'm sure she'll become a follower of his, um, his Instagram is called Rotography, which is a cool name too. It's R E A U Tography. R E A U Tography. Uh, Rotography. <laughs> but he's got some of the coolest stuff and he legit lives in Sweden. Um, and we've actually been conversing that if we end up going over there, he's got a little cabin for us to hang out in. And if he comes here, we're going to have a beer together. That is so cool. So that's pretty cool. And, you know, we had 18 official followers according to one of my analytics sites right. and it went up to 20 right? right tell me we're not at 22 get out of so here so the goal since we've been doing two a week so i posted this on our facebook page today too or my facebook page i'd like to get to four more followers let's double that folks let's be at 26 <laughs> by the time we had uh, record episode 39 <laughs> so anyways that's really cool shout out to jay there he sounds like a really cool dude we've been like i said conversing for about the last half an hour or so uh definitely I guess the internet and this this whole wide world web or whatever they call it really does bring the world closer, huh? Yeah. So he's got a friend in Virginia, and we got a friend in Sweden now. All right. So that's pretty cool. So let's uh, let's just go ahead and jump into the holidays. There's not a lot of major holidays today as far as weird stuff goes. Uh, it is National Red Wine Day. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. See, I'm not a fan of red wine. It burns me. Oh. I guess it's the tannins. <laughs> they're, they're, yeah, hey now is that scottish no um i i do like i think it's a, a sauvignon blanc <laughs> yeah you do like that. i think i can drink those mm-hmm. and it doesn't doesn't man see i almost burped just thinking just about thinking the red about it. <laughs> i remember we went we went Simmer to a, down. <laughs> i know i'm getting hyped excuse me oh stop well it, it had to come out <laughs> so we went to the powhatan festival of the grape a couple of years back that's coming up soon too in october Yes. I think. We need to go this we year. We have to go. Holy shnikes, did I get snockered, like, quick. I didn't realize how uh, quick wine yeah, can work on it's you. it's a little more potent than beer. It's a lot more. Hold on a minute. It is. That's why you sip it. Yeah, well, see, I didn't learn that part. <laughs> I was chugging little flavors. Well, we it. did a lot of tasting. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. I, 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 and that's how I found the wine that I like. And I think for a while we were, we were buying Sauvignon Blanc. Right, are you getting hyped? Roddy got a haircut this week. He looks very he dapper. He's very handsome. And he's legit skinny. Because usually we justify that he's only fat looking because of his fur. And then when we cut his fur off, we're like, ah, yeah, that yeah. wasn't it. Well, he looks good. But this time he does actually he look looks good. very healthy. Speaking of healthy, it's also National Cherry Turnover Day. And I will tell you, I love a cherry turnover. Okay. Um, and, of course, they recommend to eat them hot, which, yeah, in a perfect world, right out of the oven. One of the best things out there, especially... How do they get that sugar on top to stay like crystallized or like without like melting? Is there a trick to that or is it a special type of sugar? Well, there is a sanding sugar that's a little more coarse than regular sugar. Maybe that's what they use because I love that crunch. Yeah. That's how I justify brushing my teeth with sugar like that. Oh, yeesh. It gets all the, the good stuff out of there. 
It is also a National Bowtie Day. Now we got a UFO hovering around. I don't know what's going on outside. Well, hey, that's what you get for doing a real live broadcast in a house. We're not soundproofed here, so we keep it real. (laughs) So National Bowtie Day, don't own one. Not really planning on owning one. You don't have one? I don't have a bow tie. I've got an extensive collection of ties. Oh, Christmas gift. Do not (laughs) get me a bow tie. It's also Crackers Over the Keyboard Day, which just seems ridiculous to me because that infuriates me. Um, When I go into work, I usually tip my keyboard over and I will find random dust and stuff in there. And the the bad part is, so people know I get enraged pretty easy with stupid things like that. Um, we got these brand new keyboards in one day and they're like super small and sensitive. You can't really hear them. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Who was the first person to dump, uh, my monster ice? Me. No. Yes. I panicked. Thank goodness they had actually sent us an extra one. Oof. Well, I say extra, but some of the computers still have the old keyboards. But anyways, I ended up having to, I did it myself. I, I so I couldn't be mad at anybody. Uh, here's a sad note. It's Rainbow Bridge Remembrance Day. It's a day to remember all your, your animals that have crossed over the Rainbow Aww. Bridge. And we, we've had quite a few. We were actually talking about, like, Neo yesterday. Right. What, what a cool cool cat he was. He was so crazy. Yeah. That was, that was my little dude. He was, like, 17, I think. Yeah. So. Lived a good life. He did live a great life. So, speaking of great lives, uh, what's cooking, Liz? What are we doing tonight? Caught you off guard there. I saw. That's good. It's okay. <laughs> we're having... Pork chops and applesauce. Nice. <laughs> nice. What kind of pork chops here? What I'm actually doing? doing the thick ones. Oh. And, you know, you don't have to add a, a bunch of seasoning to that kind of thing. I right. mean, get it to room temperature. That's the main thing with a thick piece of meat like that. Much like we do with our steaks. Exactly. Or, or beef, yeah. And I do salt and pepper. Yeah. And put a little bit of olive oil on there, slap them on the grill. Yeah. Or you can start them off in a cast iron skillet. Mm. And then finish it off in the oven. Yeah, but the grill, that's definitely the, the way to go. Definitely add, add, good. Especially charcoal adds a little bit more flair to it. So these apple sauce. Well, what? I kind of cheat with the apples. I, okay. I, I love Lux apples. Yes. And it's just easier. It's a can of like pre sliced, somewhat seasoned, right? Well, well you, you can get can, the plain or the cinnamon. Yeah, right. right. I always get the plain because I like mm, to put my own cinnamon. That's what I'm talking about. A little Custom. cinnamon, sugar, more cinnamon than sugar because that sauce, well, the liquid in there is already a little sweet. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. And then just kind of like really get it going, bubbling, and then... What do they call that when you're... A rolling boil. Yeah, but you, when you're cooking down something... What is, doesn't there reduction tongue? reduction yes see i watch these shows <laughs> and then i kind of mash them up a little bit i think you taught me that trick when you were kind of taking care of me after that, one of my surgeries that one recipe that i nailed that <laughs> it was one so time. good though that was pork chops too but yeah. it's really good like yeah. to get a little scoop of that and then get a little bite of your pork chop mm. in the same Mm-mm. bite Mm-mm-mm. and we're having potatoes too right yes we're having featuring James's little potatoes yes. that he grew outside. I grew some wee potatoes. So, <laughs> uh, long-time listeners of the show will remember that Liz and I did a little experiment with our Rubbermaid containers. <laughs> um, and then, I think last night, as a matter of fact, and it's funny because Jay and I were just talking about, when we were texting back and forth, he was talking about he grows potatoes. And I was like, holy crap, I literally just harvest, quote-unquote, harvested mine yesterday. <laughs> um, oh, I noticed that the plants were kind of like crapping out. Right. So that's when they're ready. Yeah. So I, I pulled them up and they were tiny little potatoes. We will be posting a picture of these because they're so small. We can't eat them. 
as a baked potato, but you're mixing them in with red potatoes. Right. So I've got a picture going on our Walker Retail Ranger Instagram account. That'll, you'll be able to pick out my potatoes because they're the not red ones. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to throw them in the oven mm. and um, roast them. Sure. Salt and pepper, a little olive oil. You can throw a little garlic powder on there. Is that what you're going to do? Yeah. Well, I'm not going to taste that soil. All right, I'll leave the garlic powder. No, put the, put it on there. I'm oh, kidding. you want soil taste? No, I don't. And I guess that's where I was going to go with this. So, in my opinion, my non-professional farming, gardening opinion, <laughs> uh, potatoes, aren't, root vegetables, probably not great for a Rubbermaid container. No, uh-uh. um, our cantaloupe, however, has gone crazy. Downside is I have yet to see a melon. Lots so, of blooms. A lot of blooms. So, but I'm, I'm getting nervous because I don't know. You know, we might have yeah, planted them too late. I think it should have already started doing something. But but I did secretly plant a couple squash seeds in there, and they they uh, they've sprouted. They're about three four inches tall. But we'll see. But I guess the Rubbermaid thing is an experiment. It's fun. It's just awesome being able to grow something out of a seed or a potato. So I don't know. It was just kind of some cool closure yeah. yesterday, and. The uh, matter of fact, I got a little video of one of the Golden Girls all up in the Rubbermaid container after I pulled the uh, <laughs> potato plants out. She's in there tilling it up for me. And a little fertilizing. Yeah, there's probably some fertilizer <laughs> there. So I don't know where we're going to grow in it next, but uh, we're going we're gonna to scope that out. So for dinner last night, oh, there's Morpheus. So our youngest came over yesterday out of the blue, which was amazing. Yeah. And we just started shooting the breeze, had a few brews. We were actually listening to old school, what, well, actually old new school rap. We were listening to a lot of Eminem yesterday. So Liz started, I could see the panic in your face because it was getting beyond dinner time. Um, and I, think, I had no plan Yeah, no plan. So we ended up going with corn dog bites. Oh, so good. Literally gotta... nothing but corn dog bites and beer. <laughs> it, it, it was like a college kid's extravaganza it was awesome but it it was was awesome to spend that much time and just crank some tunes and shoot the breeze uh while that was happening i got a uh a text and i've already posted it on the walker retail ranger account but it was pretty scary folks i thought i was going down uh came through at 219 yesterday (laughs) you have a vehicle violation record please make a payment inquiry within three days and then it gives me a website uh, www.dmvpenaltiesfee.monster. <laughs> so I was like, holy crap. So I start, I immediately hit that website. I yeah. put in my social, I put in everything I could. So I have, I've cleared my record. But isn't that crazy? I guess there's people out there that. Well, it's got to, but you know? I mean, if you actually read the thing, please make a payment inquiry or inquiry. It doesn't say make a payment, it should say, please make a payment within three days. Right. But it says inquiry. But then, obviously, the link, you know, really. But, yeah, it's okay. I've got everything covered, so everybody stand down. <laughs> I will be here next week, maybe. <laughs> I'm going to jump ahead here. Um, so, I have not addressed the Yellow Jackets yet. There is still that hole out in the front of the yard. I almost walked over it again yesterday, and I, I caught myself, and I did the fastest jump to the left. <laughs> kind of pulled a groin, not going to lie. I jumped so hard because I was like, holy crap, I'm almost, I'm going to get lit up again. But thankfully I recalled it. So I'm planning on tonight or tomorrow night around 10 PM. I'm already, I've got a hoodie. I'm going to tie it tight around my face. I'll probably wear a mask and sunglasses or my regular glasses. I might get safety goggles, jeans and boots, and I'm going to go at at this thing. 
And so I might not be here next week, folks. <laughs> Actually, we're, I'm, since we're on vacation, I, we might be doing a midweek podcast this upcoming week. So if we do, we'll definitely have an update on that. Plus, it puts more pressure on me to make sure I do this Hornet thing because I've got to do it. I can't just not cut the grass. Well, you were very brave with those Japanese hornets. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I killed. We had five bodies this morning. That tree over by the camper. Yeah, man. They scare me worse than anything. Well, I don't don't know if those things bite or I'm not going to get into that again. Oh, they sting. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to get stung by one of those. Oof. So I was standing outside. We had our inventory Thursday. Uh, That's the longest day of the year. You can't do anything. You have to push every item on your grocery shelves back so the inventory crew can count it so the store just did not look good you know it's not all pulled forward we call it facing or conditioning or you know making it presentable and gorgeous there is nothing better than an aisle that is in stock and pulled forward and you could roll a marble down it you know yeah but it did not look like that all flipping day thursday and it drives me crazy so i was outside having a smoke and I, i started to make some parking lot observations so I park in what they refer to as BFE, and right. I, I've ever since you've known me, mm-hmm. I park way, way, yes, way up. You do. It's just a habit. So I started watching, and you know, there, there's a couple of types of people. There's some that do the right thing, like me, and park way out there. That way, he gets a couple steps in on the way to the store. Then you got the people that will literally wait and stop the line of traffic, waiting for that first spot, like up close. Not the handicapped spots. I'm talking about like the one after it. I call those the premier spots. But people will sit there with their blinker on and just block. I will not do that. I will ride around the parking lot a couple times before I sit there and wait. Yeah. Well, it's just funny. The parking lot politics, I guess, is what I'm kind of thinking about here. And then, like, I'll be walking across the parking lot. You know, we have a lane in front of the store. And that's where the two-way traffic is. And if there's a car coming, I kind of look and see if they're going to let me go. And if they do, I'll throw a wave. And then I find it instinctually imperative to, to kind of jog, to hurry up and get across. Right. But then you got the other folks that might wave, but then they take their sweet time. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I don't know. Where do you fall on that? Do you do you hustle it up when you... Oh, I try to hustle it up. Yeah. I think most people try to. I mean, it's the right thing to do. I but think. then I also noticed my associates. Some of them are OCD like me. I park in the same spot. <laughs> Every time. Sometimes I do change it up when I come back from lunch and I'll park in the spot adjacent to it. It's in the same section, but I'll be facing the other way. But generally, I, I always start my day in the same spot. Uh, most of my folks do. But I have some associates that'll just park wherever. And that just, it puzzles me. I don't know why. That, I, am I weird? That I have my spot? Yeah, all right. I guess I kind of am. No, not really. I mean, I get it. Well, and... It comes up, like, especially when we get new hires, um, they'll see some people tearing in front of my store and they'll say, oh, we need to have a speed bump. And they're not old enough to remember, but we used to have a speed bump in front of the store. And the bad part when you had a speed bump is, yes, people would go slow over the speed bump, but the minute they got over it, they would hammer down like a NASCAR restart. I never restart, understood that. And it was more dangerous. So, you know, there is, there's six of one, half a dozen of the other with a speed bump, but a speed bump ain't the answer. It's, it's just a sight or a sore site. It, it's not good for your suspension. It obviously ticks people off more, <laughs> I think, than yeah. Than to, I don't know why. But. Than to not have one, but um, oh, so while I'm on vacation this week, they're going to be doing a uh, over five nights overnight. They're going to install brand new LED lighting in my building. Ooh. 
And hopefully that'll give us the opportunity to get more wax on our floors. So when I go back Monday, in theory, it's going to be brighter and the floor is going to be shinier. So I am kind of geeked. Yeah. Not in a rush to get back because it was a rough week. I definitely need to unplug this week, but I'm very excited about about going forward with that. Um, While we were getting ready for inventory, my assistant Keith and I, we, we had a reason to go up over the bathroom area. The public restrooms, there's a little... Like, if you go in the back room, there's a storage... Well, it's not really a storage area, but an area where you can access the plumbing and all that. Right. Well, Keith says, hey, go find the grabber. And I'm like, what What do you need a grabber for? Because he, he went up. He's younger than me. And I'm the boss. So, he went up the ladder. <laughs> so, he comes down with an open bag of cheese curls. What? Open bag of cheese curls. I won't say the brand, because I'm a fan of the brand, but I don't want... I don't want him to have any disrespect here. This thing expired, and it was open. It expired October 11th, 2008. Wow. Now, I should be able to put up a picture. I think I have one of it um, looking down in the bag, so you can't tell what kind they are. But they did not rot, mold, nothing. They were a hair dusty, and I was able to actually snap it. They, they, they weren't like completely soft. It was just weird. That that is weird. So we, I was talking to the vendor that brings those products in. I didn't try to get credit for it because <laughs> yeah, I think the statute of limitations is up. But hey, Morpheus, and he was saying if you go to their actual factory, you have to wear like PPE because right. of the cheese dust in the air. I would imagine you would get cheese lung, powdered cheese lung. Ah, <laughs> uh, it was just kind of wild. But I'm not gonna not not eat the things. But it's kind of like those. Pictures you see of like the McDonald's French fries and burgers that never rot. Right. It was the same thing with these cheese curls. That's funny. So you did some shopping um, <clears throat> the other day. You went to a uh, a general merchandise store, let's just say, right? Right. That has like home decor. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, I was biding time because I was waiting for Roddy's haircut. Oh, yeah, yeah. And his grooming to yep. be done. And yeah, it's a it's a great store. I love it. But I was really kind of surprised at the conditions, and I, I understand because mm-hmm. I know how hard it's been to get good quality help. Gosh, he's just tearing he, it he, up. Man, that was his head, folks. <laughs> um, but it was in disarray, and there was there was pillows all over the floor down the it, one aisle. It was a and of. so much stuff crammed on the shelf. Uh, oh my gosh, it, yeah. it was just hard to even move anything. And it's a great store, and I will always. I will continue to shop there. Well, you understand what they're going through with the I staffing. I totally understand. Well, and, and I think we were talking about a lot of that's probably because they're stuck with inventory. Yeah. You know, with that whole supply chain backup, you know, some stuff was able to, man, he's going to mess up these microphones. Uh, he is, he's, his back feet are on the desk, front feet on the window, and Liz's microphone is under his belly. Well, Morpheus, you don't want to cross that rainbow bridge today, buddy. But anyways. Oh, stop. Excuse me. <clears throat> I guess the point is they've got so much inventory, they've got to get it out on the floor. They might be getting their inventory in the back room that was backed up before. Right. So they're like jam-packed and they got to get it out. And then there's a double-edged sword because they got to mark it down to move it, but you're obviously taking away your profitability. True. So there's a fine line there. And it looked like they had a lot of summer stuff still, didn't it? It was more than I would have thought. Yeah, this time of year, usually August. And and they did have some markdowns, which I didn't really go in there to shop. Right, I just like to go in there and look at all the pretty stuff. Well, you you also went into uh, a Costco. 
Right. And I know you were relating an experience with a, uh, you were looking at it. Jackets or vests? It was, yeah, vests. So okay. like in the fall when it's kind of nippy, but you don't really need a jacket, but mm-hmm. you need something other than just a shirt. And I was looking for a certain size, and I very neatly pulled one up. It wasn't really what I was looking for. So I was trying to fold it, and it was a little slippery just, you know, because of the material. It's like nylonish or whatever. Yeah. Right? Polyester. And there was a lady who was... Um, putting I guess jeans out over on the next little section right and she was eyeballing me like you better fold that upright and I was like I was under pressure I mean I I was like gosh you know I've never worked I've never folded clothes for a living so I I did the best I could and I sat it up there and I thought it was fine well she comes over there redid it right in front of you Right in front of me, like two inches away from me, ah. and I'm like, "Oh man!" Did she say something? Well, she yeah, she was talking about how people don't know how to put stuff back. It's nice, and they dig from the bottom. And I was like, "Well, I was looking for a certain size, you know." Yeah. And I didn't get. I kind of chuckled on the inside because I've kind of been there, right. especially over the past couple of years. Yeah. Right before I retired, with you know the whole COVID thing and just. Customers, you know, God love them. They were just as stressed as everybody else. So I had to just kind of, you know, reminisce a little bit for a second. And I just kind of talked to her, you know, and laughed about this and that. And before you know it, she was digging through boxes trying to help me find the size. All right, folks, that was interesting. Uh, Liz was in the middle of telling her story, and we got a message that said system overload. (laughs) That was scary. And it stopped recording. And we had a cat murder almost happening morpheus being frisky as he was went downstairs and started beating the heck out of punky so she was screaming like she was being killed so we're back and uh do you remember where we were liz uh the lady was emptying boxes she helped well i mean you know the story in a nutshell everything was fine i think she was just kind of stressed out like everybody else is trying to get back to normal right with this all this retail and just the shenanigans that have been going on with lack of help and everybody's like they were hiding their stress very well it was a great customer experience you know leaving i mean everybody's i love that place everybody's very professional so it was a good it was a good shopping yeah i mean it is it's a very tense situation a lot of retailer retail associates are burnt out i mean it's been a crazy two and a half years um and we talked about the financial sitch people are having a hard time taking pto yeah because they're using that money to supplement their income um, I she mean, probably hadn't had a vacation in a while. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. <laughs> I mean, I get stressed. Thankfully, in my job, in my role, I'm able to at least walk to the ice cream freezer and close the door and scream. I, I've done that before. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's real. So, um, in the August 2022 edition of Progressive Grocer, there's a couple of little things in here. And one, one neat thing is, it's funny how we're having pork tonight. So, there's a generational snapshot about... Which generation is spending on average the most per trip on pork? So it looks like the millennials are spending the least uh, at eight fifty six per trip on pork. Generation Xers eight dollars and seventy cents. Boomers nine dollars and fifteen cents. And the greatest generation, you know, like before that, uh, the World War Two folks. Oh no. Oh. Your point? Oh no! I thought we had a system overload. No, again. continue. Shut her down. <laughs> uh, spends eight eighty. So the boomers and Gen, H, Gen Xers are still 
spending more on pork. The millennial generation are kind of hmm. like laying, laying off pork. Um, you know how I like talking about toilet paper. Oh, I know. So also on? in this article is that the household paper market grew by 21% in 2020. Obviously, we know that. Dropped by 12% in 2021 as supply came back into sync with demand. Um, but here's the thing. One third of U.S. consumers say that they're stocking up on toilet paper to prepare for future shortages. Oh, gosh. We learned a lesson, apparently, as consumers to stock up on that stuff. Now. Also on that little page, it says, uh, and this is something I just can't get into, as irreplaceable as the toilet paper segment seems now, the pandemic has accelerated consumers' adoption of bidets. All right, sir. So I, I've done some research. Uh, Amazon, you can buy a bidet for like 30, 40 bucks and slap it on your john and go. But the thing that bothers me is it hooks up to your cold water. And I guess I haven't researched <laughs> enough because I am not. <laughs> As frequently as I sit on the throne, oh, Lord. I am not a fan of cold water. Oh, I might wake you up, maybe one less cup of coffee a day. I don't know. It could be cheaper. But yeah, that's kind of the thing. And it, the interesting part here, the, the last part says toilet paper brands may have opportunities to control the disruption on their end. On their end. I see what they oh, did there. Oh, okay. By acquiring bidet brands. Get out of here. So you watch. You Right next to your Charmin extra ultra soft mega ju- tsunami roll, you'll be able to get Charmin's bidet. Oh, and then those stupid bears that they have on TV. I guess they'll be doing, wiping their nasty butts on bidets or something. I don't know. So I think on that note, uh, I'm going to make sure this thing actually is working correctly because I'm nervous. I don't want all this great banter to be a waste. (laughs) But uh, I do want to appreciate everybody for their support and listening. Please like, subscribe, follow, all that jazz on whatever you listen to. Share it randomly. Uh, If you get one of those... Uh, text like I got telling you to pay a bill, send them back the link to the show. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Uh, thanks for the chat, Jay. That was awesome. Look forward to hopefully meeting you at some point in the future. Um, and I do want to say real quick to Christine, I'm still rocking that same Darth Vader perfectly soy candle in my warmer, and it smells awesome up it in here. It does. So perfectly soy candles made here in Powhatan County, Virginia. If you get a chance, check out her Instagram or her website. Um, she's got some new stuff coming up for the fall. I don't want to get into it. I'll talk about that on the next episode, but fall is a coming. All right. You got anything else, Liz? No, I'm good. I am good too. Y'all be good. Peace. Peace. Hey, retail rangers. Be sure to check out walkerretailranger.com. You can go there, maybe copy the link and I don't know, send it to some random people on your phone. Help spread the word. We also set up a phone number. It's 804-491-6097. We can take text or voicemails, and it's a great opportunity to give us feedback on the show or maybe give us a topic you want us to shoot the breeze about. Uh, As always, we appreciate your support, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Peace. Thank you for listening to us and letting us be ourselves. We appreciate what you do to get stuff on the shelves. Stay safe out there. Do what you can to avoid any danger. Have fun, work hard, and be a retail ranger. You've been listening to Walker Retail Ranger.